When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Spiced Chaos <laughs> and happy Monday to everybody out there in Spiced Chaos land. Yes, happy Monday. Yay! Over there is Caitlin from Creating in Chaos. And over here is Leanne from Spiced Chaos. <laughs> Plans. That's me, Leanne from Spice Plans. <laughs> so, you guys, we are seriously flying by the seat of our pants today because we were supposed to have a guest host and something came up and now it's just the two of us, which is great because we love yeah. being here, just the two of us. But, um, so we're but it was, like, and it was like just to like give them a little like reprieve. It was like a kind of a serious thing. So it's not like they just like dipped out and like gave us the two fingers and said peace no 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 like they're totally coming back we're gonna we we just have rescheduled the recording but the show must go on you guys like we're still gonna bring you spiced chaos whether we have a guest or not because that's what we do and it's gonna be fun to just be the two of us again I love it when we get to chat um yeah and we haven't chatted in a while because things have been so busy ever since we had (laughs) Heather on and you guys we literally just kind of text all day but we never get to have like a real conversation. So you guys True. just get to listen to us have a real conversation today. So Yay. hi, Caitlin. It's so nice to chat with you. Oh, it's nice to chat with you too, babe. <laughs> so how was your week? My week? Uh, let's see. My week has been pretty mellow. I really haven't done very much. Did you go to the Fig Factory or whatever? We did go to Fig Fest. Well, actually, I'm not going to lie. I took some much-needed one-on-one time, and I sent Brian and Harrison to Fig Fest. <laughs> oh, so so some of you went to Fig Fest, and some yes. of you stayed home. Yes, but it was also Harrison's birthday on Sunday, and so we kind of let him decide what we he wanted to do because we're not having his party till I think it's the sixth. Um, so we let him decide what he wanted to do, and we baked cupcakes and we watched Rio. If you guys are familiar with the Disney flick, um, yeah, yeah. So it was fun. It was mellow. It was nice. How about oh, you? Well, no, that was that's good. So you guys didn't go to Fig Festival. Brian no one went. Harrison went. Yeah. Oh, right. okay. So, all right. So the two of them went and then you stayed home with Delilah. Yep. And we baked the cupcakes while the boys were gone. Oh, that is so fun. What a fun day. Yeah. Well, so I'm what... super glad that he had a happy birthday and I know that he'll have a, a great party because you've already told me that you guys do birthdays. Right. Do. So. And we're doing a joint birthday party with our neighbors. So there's three little boys in our neighborhood who are all around the same age with birthdays like two weeks from each other and so we're doing a block party where we close off our block and then we're putting a bounce house and like a balloon person and like all this stuff outside for the little boys wow oh my gosh that sounds amazing I wish it was my birthday and I was up there so (laughs) So my week's been pretty good um 
you know, we have definitely been experiencing some residual highs from talking to Heather Kell. Right. And, you know, I was actually driving today. Um, I was sitting in the carpool line, so I guess I wasn't driving, but I was just sitting in the carpool line and I was like, how is it possible that it's been an entire week since we talked to Heather Kell? Like, where did the week go? How could it go so fast? Right. Because there was a lot of build up to that. Like, I feel like it was kind of like when you're a kid and you're waiting for Santa Claus to show up. Like, yes, you're just like so excited. And the night before you can't sleep. But then like you kind of come down off of that adrenaline. And it was just so fun to talk to her. She was so lovely. She was just like sitting around chatting with a girlfriend. I love it. Yeah. And, you know, I it definitely helped for me to have, you know, been doing all of the chatting with her in preparation for the show Mm -hmm. and just so that everyone knows it's not like I am always going to be doing all of the guest prep because there are some guests that Caitlin has a different relationship with than I do so like our next guest I would say that we're both pretty close with do we Mm want to go ahead and let's just go ahead and and say like yeah let's go ahead and plug her go ahead you you yeah okay so our next guest is Renee B. Creates Oh, she's fracking amazing. Yes, she's awesome. And she is not who we were supposed to have today. That was someone else. And we will Mm -hmm. reveal that later. Um, But I would definitely say that she is one of our just like friends. Yes. Yeah, I think that she and I refer to each other as planner besties. (laughs) Yes. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I'm excited for her to guest host. This is just our friend. Like I may feel a little bit more relaxed or a little bit more. It's it's really not going to matter so much if I'm cleaning up dog poop. You know what I mean? Like, like I I just that was the best. (laughs) How is your dog feeling, by the way? Not to like about Renee. She's totally fine. She's she's fine. Um, she seems to have kind of a weak stomach. Oh, poor babe. Yeah, I know. And our other dog has like an iron stomach. Like she can go out and eat like a whole bird and never have like any kind of digestive issues. So to have this puppy that, you know, we change like one pebble of food and she's like spewing just, oh, it's just, it's just so the visual. Dis- the visual is I know. the best. It's just very different for us to have this dog that has this like kind of nervous stomach or something. So, and she's going to be a huge dog. She's a lab. Ah. So I don't know if that like comes with the territory or what, but, um, but anyway, we are super excited to have Renee and all we have talked about, she and I, in our DMs for like the last two weeks is, oh my God, I'm so excited for you to be on the show. And oh, just, I'm so glad uh, she's excited. She I did know. say she was nervous a little bit though. And so I, I can, I can feel that because podcasting is really different even for me, like, because I've been on YouTube for a long time, but podcasting is really different and you're kind of on the spot and you kind of got to keep the conversation moving. So I can, I can relate to that, but I hope that it'll be just another girlfriend chat. Like we're all just chilling with our planners. Yeah. And you know, Heather did mention when I was like, this is such a big deal that I'm, you know, I'm cleaning up poop right before I talked to Heather Kell. And she was like, no, I'm not a big deal. It's not. And you know, one of the things that she told me while she was like, while we were chatting, just the two of us in our DMS, is that sometimes, you know, she feels a little bit lonely because people are afraid to approach her. Yeah, I actually can relate to that too. Not that I'm anywhere close to Heather Kell or anything, but I can relate to that too. Like I get a lot of people who will, you know, they say they fangirl over me. And I feel like that's weird because like, 
I've got like crap all over my house and dishes in my sink and like my toddler punches me in the face just like <laughs> just like many of you guys. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, and you know, when she was talking about her craft room or her office or whatever being a mess, I was like, you know what? It probably is. Like she's just you know, she probably has planner pages everywhere just like we do. I mean, exactly. I just, it was so great to just like kind of talk to her on like a very real level. And, mm-hmm. you know, it was it, to hear her or to, you know, to have her say, sometimes I feel lonely because people don't want to approach me. Um, you know, Caitlin, you know me, like I will approach anyone. Like I'm not afraid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I'm sliding up and down everybody's DMs. Like I've been DMing like Reese Witherspoon and like, I, I mean, like I, I will DM um, anyone. I heard Queen talking about you sliding all over everybody. I know I'm so scandalous, but yeah, I, I really don't mind like getting in and out of people's DMs and I, I wasn't afraid to know? approach. I wasn't afraid <laughs> to approach Heather um, but then there was that like build up before we did the recording where I was like, Oh my God, I spent the whole day like, Oh, this is, this is crazy. Um, and I felt oh. that way about our guest today. Like I was kind yeah. of, cause she's a big deal. She's kind of a big deal. She is. And but I'm not going to lie. I bet you the day that we have a chat with Renee, I'm going to feel that way too. So just anytime yeah. that, you know, anytime that we're recording, there's a little bit of a, like an adrenaline buzz and, um, yeah. you know, it's just, it's just a fun thing to do. So Oh, but anyway, right, let's see. Um, all right. So we talked about our week. Let's see. Should we go on to tales from teaching? <laughs> yeah, guys, we're we're thinking about maybe having like a new segment on the show where we each get a chance to like kind of maybe vent. I don't know if vent is the right word because you've got like some happy stuff to talk about today. Yeah, but... totally. Or be like excited about it. Yeah, or something exciting. Um. But, you know, since we are both teachers, we're going to have kind of similar experiences, I think. And Mm -hmm. I thought that Tales from Teaching. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so we're adding that in for all of you who would like to live vicariously through teachers. So, yeah, we thought that, you know, people have a tendency to think that they know exactly what our jobs are like because they've been in school before. Right. Have you ever noticed that? Yes, exactly. Or they envision us as like, what their teachers were like. I guess that's kind of where you were going with that. Yeah. It's kind of like, I feel like that even my husband is somewhat guilty of this, that because he was in high school at some point, he thinks that he knows exactly what my days are like because I'm a high school teacher. (laughs) Right. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. Like from, from the student perspective, it is so very different than there are days, Caitlin, when I'm teaching and I just think, God, I wish I was sitting in their seat instead of mine. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I I have found, I don't know if it's like the nature of my particular job or what, but I found a a lot of peace. Maybe it's because I get to teach in my pajamas, but being in the online environment, I have found a lot of like reconnection and excitement again from education. So what, what is your tales from teaching for today? Do you have anything cool that you want to tell us? I know that you're kind of on cloud nine right now with your yeah, job. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, okay. So, and if you guys are new listeners or you're not familiar with me as an educator, um, I taught for several years in a brick and mortar school. So face to face with school with, with kids in an alternative education program. So I worked with kids who are pretty high needs for a while. And now I work in a virtual school or a K-12 program, but I work with seventh and eighth graders. So we're all online, which means I get to work from home. Um, And I am working with middle schoolers this year. And last year I was with high school. So 
I am really vibing with my middle school kids, especially my avid elective kids. Um, They are so sweet. There's only like four or five of them who are like my regulars who come to my, we call them live lessons, so our classroom sessions. And we just get to talk and they're really like interactive and they're really vibing with all of the content and they're really connecting with each other. And it's really cool just to see the avid process at work. And I'm just, I'm feeling really connected to them this year. And just like, they're just like my little babies. I just, I'm so excited about it right now. So middle school's not so bad. No, I don't think so. I don't think I could do it though in brick and mortar. I do not think I could do middle school classroom management without being able to just like close a chat box. <laughs> because when they get chatty in that chat box, I'm just like, okay, sorry. <laughs> you guys don't get to talk anymore. Okay. So the year that I taught ninth grade, I taught ninth grade for one year mm-hmm. and I have to say there are some, there are some school districts that consider ninth grade to be middle school. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to say I've taught middle school, but you know, at my high school, we have a ninth grade and I was the ninth grade English teacher for a while. Not the only one, but I was a ninth grade English teacher. Mm-hmm. And I have to say that I learned more that year about classroom management right. than I ever had in the years where I was teaching juniors and seniors because there's just a maturity level. There's something that happens between ninth grade and, you know, junior year where they learn how to sit in a seat. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. I totally you know, agree. The strategies that I needed to employ in my ninth grade classroom, I mean, it was like a huge learning experience for me because I went straight from teaching 12th to 9th. Wow. Yeah, that's a big jump. That's like teaching adults to like teaching babies. Yes, very much so. So, you know, I don't have any experience with like 6th, 7th, and 8th graders. I don't really know. They're adorable. They're freaking adorable. And I get to be kind of like my goofy, nerdy self even more. Like, I get to kind of let that out because they're all goofy and they're kind of wild. And they really like it when I make, like, crazy jokes. Like, I had a student today in live lesson and she typed in the chat box that she lost a tooth. Like, they're still kind of little babies, you know? Oh, my gosh. That is so cute. She lost a tooth. I, I didn't realize that they were still losing teeth when they were in middle school. Me either. My sixth grader is done losing teeth. My own kid. Um, but it was just really cute and just little things like that. And, like, we get to see our kids face-to-face a couple of times a year. So on field trips and we have a face-to-face open house and stuff. And so I was plugging the open house and they're all like, I'm going to come see you at the Avid booth. And they're all, like, excited. <laughs> they're like Aww. my little fan club. So it's really cute right now. They're really adorable. Oh, that is so great. That is just and everybody already knows that I'm a little bit envious that you get to stay home <laughs> and that you get to work from home. And you've mentioned more than once that I could totally do you your could. job. And you can, you know, Academy in North Carolina. <laughs> yeah. If I put a little bit of elbow grease into it and like got outside of my comfort zone, I could probably figure out how to land myself an at home teaching job too. I just, right now I am in like, the, I've got the best schedule ever. I mean, the fact that I teach film and creative writing and no core classes this year is just, it just is so, it's so cool. And my days are so interesting. Um, but I guess my tales from teaching. <laughs> what is going on? Do we need a drink for this? Um, <laughs> like... So I feel like I'm going to need a drink like all year. And here's oh, why. Oh. No, no, no. It's because. 
my teaching license is up for renewal this year. Oh no, that was me mm. last year. I yes, really and mm-hmm. and for those of you who don't know, every five years we have to renew our license. Oh, five and in Oregon, it's three. Oh, oh my gosh, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's five. Like I, I knew five years ago that this was coming, but I was still just like, ugh. So, um, you know, basically what it means is we have to have a certain amount of professional development. And we have to have a certain amount of observations. And the observations have to be, like, full 45-minute observations. Like, the big kahuna, okay? This is, like, the big deal. Mm -hmm. And I have not had a full 45-minute observation in five years. Like, all they have done for the past five years is come into the room for 20 minutes twice a year and just kind of looked around. Right, yeah, wrote some notes. (laughs) Yes, and they... They obviously trust me, you know, my, my growth has been, has been good. Um, they trust me enough to give me these really awesome fun classes for a year. I don't know how long I'm going to have this particular situation, but I'm going to enjoy it this year. Yeah, exactly. And the thing about it is, is that I don't know at this point teaching these electives, I don't know what is expected of me when an administrator comes in. Mm-hmm. Because when I'm teaching a film class and we're watching a film. Right. In the past, it's always been if an administrator comes in and you're watching a movie, then you're in trouble. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but my class is film. So, you know, they've been coming in this one particular administrator who I really love, like him coming into my room is not a problem whatsoever. I actually really like and respect him very much. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, I feel very at home when he's in my room. I don't feel like that he's there to like catch me doing something that I'm not supposed to be doing or whatever. Right. I know that he is there to genuinely better me as a teacher. But at the same time, there is this side of me that is kind of like, oh my gosh, we're watching a movie and there's an administrator sitting in here. What am I supposed to be doing? Exactly. Yeah. I might even ask them, like, can you approach them before that and be like, so these are my classes. They write and they watch movies. Like, what are we supposed to do? Yeah. So, you know, one of the things that he mentioned and what they do before they do a full observation on you is they do what's called a walkthrough. I don't know Mm -hmm. if you um, do you does your administration like pop into your online stuff? Yeah, we do a full like interview and stuff before. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. So. Basically, they they pop into the room for like five minutes, maybe three or four times before they do the big formal observation so that they can like make sure that all the things that they need to be looking for, that they get the chance to see it. Mm-hmm. So they can get a better picture of what the class looks like if they've been in and out a lot, yeah. which is totally fine. Like they can come to my room whenever they want to, because I'm definitely not one of those people that's doing stuff I'm not supposed to be doing. Right. Uh huh. And I'm guessing that maybe there are people in my building that are doing things that they're not supposed to be doing because (laughs) the way that our administration makes it sound is like, you know, they're doing these walkthroughs all week long and they're catching, not catching people. I don't want to say it like that, but in a staff meeting, they'll say, okay, guys, you don't need to be doing this in your class. And we're, I'm just like, who is doing whatever, <laughs> right. that, like whatever that is. I mean, you know, if you're teaching a history class, why are you showing the hangover? Like that is just not, you know, that's, that's not something that is, that is on the history curriculum. 
So, you know, exactly. I, I guess my tales from teaching right now is just that I have a lot of visitors coming into my classroom and I'm teaching things that I'm not really sure how to show them that I'm doing my job. Right. So, yeah. That's so tough. It is tough because I am, I mean, I'm killing it at this job for it. I mean, I know that that sounds, I'm not, you know what? I'm a toot my own horn. Yeah. Okay? Toot, it. toot away. Am, toot, toot, yes. toot. Toot, toot, toot. I am super on top of things. I am super organized. I am way planned. I am planned for like the next four weeks. I mean, I'm planned all the way down to like the questions that I'm going to ask them after each film is over. The big overarching, arcing, what? Overarching? What? <laughs> I think big, it's overarching, yeah. Yeah, the big critical thinking question that I ask them for every film. I've got them all written out. I mean, I have all of October completely planned in my planner. Like, I am on top of this. Of course you do. Of course you planner. Of course I do. I am a planner. So, you know, and I feel so much better and I sleep so much better knowing every day, like, here's what we're going to be doing. So I don't have to, you know, feel like I'm flying by the seat of my pants. Exactly. I am teaching a class this year that I've never taught before. I've never taught creative writing. So so fun, though. Like, that's like... I think that's every English teacher's like dream class. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. And I'm really having a good time developing these assignments, Mm -hmm. but you know, the kind of um, feedback that I'm getting are things like, well, maybe while they're watching the film, they should have a sheet of questions to answer. Interesting. Um, Or or, taking Cornell notes or something. uh, Cornell notes. Maybe we should be (laughs) employing our AVID skills. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that's difficult for me is these kids that take my film class are like 11th and 12th graders and they have, yes, they have been in English classes since they were, you know, little teeny babies. Like they have been doing reading comprehension since they were in kindergarten. So the kinds of questions that I ask them when a film is over, they have the way it's kind of structured is they have a journal that they have to keep. And after every film, there's a series of content questions that they Mm -hmm. will answer and they're super basic questions I mean so for Groundhog Day I ask something like what kind of ice cream did he give Rita I mean like yeah exactly yes not critical thinking this is just it's basically viewing comprehension were you in the room during the film and they keep that stuff in their notebooks and then every couple of weeks I take up their notebooks and make sure that they're answering the questions and that they're all kind of so he asked a girl the other day, he was sitting next to her, um, he was sitting next to one of my students, this administrator that's doing this walkthrough, and he asked her while they were answering these journal questions, do you guys have a rubric for this? Oh. And, huh. you know, I'm like, no, they don't have a rubric for this. This is just <laughs> reading comprehension. Like, this is not an essay. This is not a formal grade. They don't need a one, two, three, four rubric to go to go with these journal questions but at the same time I was hoping that I had trained my students well enough to just say yes to those kinds of questions (laughs) (laughs) right oh my god (laughs) but she said no we don't have a rubric so in the walkthrough feedback he was like and you're getting an f now (laughs) yeah I know I'm like okay so you are no longer in this class you are super fired (laughs) but um kidding if anybody is out there teachers cannot give teeth grades like that oh like, my gosh I would never do that me. don't no. my teaching lesson no I adore this girl I taught her in English last year and she is precious this has nothing to do with her but you know she told the truth I've not given that I've not given them a rubric to go with these journal questions but I didn't really feel like I had to 
but then he mentioned in the feedback form, have they seen an example of how these questions are supposed to be answered? So rubric or not, I don't disagree with that feedback. I probably should give them examples of how I want the questions answered. What do they call it? An exemplar. Exactly. Or just like a, what do they call that? Scaffolding? Like modeling. Yeah, modeling. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, at the same time, I was, I want to say to him, these are very basic questions. This is not that serious. I, you know, haven't modeled or scaffolded or exemplared just <laughs> yes. because I felt like that they already knew how to answer the questions, but he's not wrong. Yeah. And know? that is an avid strategy. Yeah. So, you know, it would not hurt them for us to go over the questions together and me to kind of show them how I would like for them to answer these questions. So, you know, I, I definitely agree with his feedback, but I am feeling a little bit every day, kind of like I need a drink. Oh my gosh. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, 12th grade students, like, man, I do not know how you do that. Those seniors, man, they are just like, I can't, I can't with seniors. <laughs> well, they are all like one foot out the door. Exactly. That's the thing that I don't like. Like, I feel like I taught 10th grade last year and they were pretty good because they're still like in it. They're still like, okay, I have to plan for this. I have to do this to prep for graduation. I still need to take my SATs or figure out what my job is going to be or whatever. So I don't know. I can't do 12th graders. I can't. Yeah, well, I agree with you because I've always found that junior year is kind of the best one to teach because mm-hmm. that's the year that they realize that their GPA matters. <laughs> exactly. They like wake up a little bit. They're like, oh, wait, I am here. They're Hi. like, oh my gosh, next year I have to apply for college. I've been sitting on my hands this entire, <laughs> you know, experience. And now all of a sudden I've got to take, you know, I've seen juniors like load themselves up with AP classes and they've never taken an AP class before. Hey. You know, part of that is avid. If those are avid kids, that's part of it. Yeah, because all of a sudden they're just like, oh, my gosh, like this stuff matters. And um, but no, I I like I like the ages. And right now I have in some of my classes, I've got nine through 12 in some of my classes. Yeah. So I've got some cute little ninth graders and then I've got some and then I've got some um, some 12th graders. I've got all the way, you know, like it runs the whole gamut of ages. Yeah, um, but it is so far like, you know, coming it's it is so far looking like it's going to be a pretty good year. But I have informed my students that this is my renewal year and that the administration is going to be in a lot. And right. from <laughs> now on, if they're asked, do you have a rubric? The answer is always yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I know. So I'm going to make sure that with every single assignment that I give my kids from now on that they have a rubric so that they're not right. lying. You know, I don't want them lying to the administration. <laughs> exactly. Totally. Yeah, that's the thing. But I just, you know, I, I am, I am more aware right now of my teaching style than I've ever been because I am so kind of under the radar in a way that I haven't been before. Mm-hmm. So, and so how are you evaluated in online school? It's the same as any other brick and mortar school. We still are held to Oregon state standards. Um, if you're teaching a content area class and then you do still get a formal evaluation and you set goals and all of that kind of stuff. It's the exact same as everybody else. Okay. So they just can't walk into a real classroom because exactly. there's not a real classroom. Yeah, okay. they would okay. just because the, so our admins have their own like logins for, like I mentioned before, our live lesson classrooms, which are basically like a, I don't know, like a online meeting room if you've ever been in like a Google Hangouts or like a Zoom room or something. Yeah, um, yeah. 
<clears throat> so it's like that similar. And then, so they would just pop in and then they would hang out and then, or we would have our meeting first, then they would pop in and then we have the meeting afterwards. So. Okay. Well, that's cool. And I obviously wasn't trying to imply that you guys were not evaluated. I just Oh no, it's a, it's a good <laughs> question because a lot of people are wonder about how a lot of different things work. Like I, as an avid teacher, people are like, well, how do you do a tutorial group in there? You know, <laughs> like, it's, Oh yeah. Yeah. It takes a lot of creative and they ask like, how do you give them a binder? You know, that kind of thing. So we have to be really creative, but it is really cool to work with a lot of digital tools. Like when we had Heather on, she was talking about those digital tools and I was like, yes. Yeah. So does your particular school have one of like a Heather's job, a, a technology? Te why don't. do I not make words? Technology because specialists. All of our tech folks actually work for Pearson. So they actually support our charter. So Connections Academy is as a brand is technically owned by the Pearson like textbook company. Um, but we are a public charter school. We're not private. We don't get any private funding, anything like that. So um, they actually do on their end as a company, they do all of the tech stuff and then they provide it to us. Oh, okay. So, well, that's handy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So that's, that's really cool. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know if any of this stuff is interesting to people who are not teachers, but um, <laughs> I could talk know. about teaching all day. I feel like, yeah. Just know that Spiced Plans is stressed out this year and is doing the best that she can to keep her head above water with all of my social media ventures and my actual, you know, nine to five job that is very important to me. So do you have to get an evaluation as part of your license renewal? Like, are they tied together? Yes. Uh, basically, so the way it works is when you're in a non-renewal year, they are required to observe you twice. Interesting. And both observations are unannounced. Mm -hmm. They don't tell you when they're coming and they don't tell you anything about it. And they only come in for 20 minutes. They're just mm. quick 20 minute observations. Mm -hmm. But when it's a renewal year, they are required to observe you three times for 45 minutes each. And one oh, of those three. Yes. Dang. Yeah. And one of those is announced. So you know exactly when they're coming. So you can prepare like a whole dog and pony show if you want to. <laughs> yeah. And then the other two are unannounced. Oh, dang. Yeah. So they come in and they don't tell you that they're coming, but normally we have kind of an idea that it's observation season. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, so you and pull also, out, like tools. You pull no, out all your teacher tools. I don't have anything fancy that yeah. I, you know what I mean? Like I, at this point, as long as I've been doing this, I am not as stressed out about observations as I used to be. I just really want to do a good job. You know, totally, yeah. like I really want for them to come in and say, you are valuable here. Yeah, I hear that. So sure. it's I'm not really nervous that they're going to kick me out. I just want to hear that I'm doing something right. Um, mm -hmm. So and that's tricky with these new, you know, these new classes because I don't really know what what they're looking for. So right. I have you don't meeting. have standards to work on. Right. And the standards, they're not like um, state standards, like in an English class. Exactly. Like, <laughs> I am the one who designed the curriculum. So I right. decide when a student has mastered something or I decide what they need to learn, mm -hmm. which totally. is awesome. I mean, that's super awesome to, to be given that kind of power. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like right. You, but also terrifying. Yeah. It's, it's very scary. 
but I have a meeting tomorrow with this administrator that's been doing my walkthroughs and we're going to chat for a little while before he comes to do the formal observation. And I'm going to find out, you know, exactly what it is that he's expecting of me this year and just everything. And he's real easy to talk to and um, we get along really well. So I'm, you know, I'm not nervous about the meeting at all. Mm -hmm. I, I actually, you know, after the last time that he walked through, I actually emailed him and said, hey, we really need to chat because I want to make sure that I'm on the right page. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. So well, for um, our licenses, we don't have to have an eval that's tied to our license renewal. We just have to turn in, I think it's 75 PDUs and like our license fee and that's it. Oh, oh, and see, we don't have a license fee like ours just gets done. Oh, yeah. Ours is uh, $290 every three wow. years. Yeah, oh, my that's gosh. That's a real kick the pants for a teacher salary. It's real that great. That is. That Thanks. is. Yeah. You've got some politicians that need to work on that. <laughs> they really do. <laughs> Teachers Standards and Practices Commission in Oregon, we're talking to you. Yeah, but, you know, there's also, first of all, one of the worst states in the in the country to work in as a teacher is North Carolina. Oh, that's interesting. I had no idea. Yeah. I mean, there was a long time that our salaries were like 49th in the country. Oh, no. Yeah. So, you know, there's there's a lot going on here politically that when it comes to education. And I just feel like, you know, at this point, my license renewal, that is like the least of my worries as far as like things that I have beef with about education. So especially because you're probably in a tenure pool, aren't you? Um, no, they oh. took away tenure. Oh, interesting. We don't have it either because we're a charter school. So we don't have that or a union or anything like that. No, we don't have a union. And they took away tenure like one year before I was supposed to get it. Oh, snaps. Yeah. So I just, I, I sign a new contract every year and that's just, that's fine. That's just the way it is. Yeah, we do the same. Mm-hmm. So, but you know, as of right now, it is it is shaping up to be a fairly decent school year. I just have this little kind of, you know, I have this little evaluation that I have to be. It's just it's keeping me on my toes. Let's just I put bet. it that way. Yeah. And, you know, having to do with planning and keeping myself planned. Um, you know, one of the things that we talked about with Heather was planner piece. Right. And she mentioned that she didn't really believe in planner peace and you kind of agreed. And I am kind of in a place where I have found this system that works for me. Yay. Yes. And, you know, whether we believe in planner peace or not, mm-hmm. I'm finally in a place where I've got my planner for work exactly the way I want it. I've got my home life planner exactly the way I want it. And I'm utilizing my mini exactly the way I need to. That's fine. So, yeah. So um, before I get into all of that, you said that you are a little bit planner ADD. <laughs> yeah. And again, I don't mean to like make light. I know ADHD is a real thing. So don't, no, I come, have don't that. come for I, me. <laughs> no, I totally have that. Like, It's I've, just a way to describe it, I guess, because like I like to play with planners and I like to try the new things and Mambi just keeps coming out with new products and I just keep going to Michael's and I don't, I don't believe in no spends either. That's, that's probably my problem right there. Um, <laughs> but I keep trying all their new things. And so I just have a little bit of, I want to try it all. I want a little bit of it all, but I do have a pretty fantastic system that's Franken planned to the max right now. Okay. So didn't you just like kind of revamp your planner? 
Yes, I did yesterday. So uh, just a shameless plug on creating chaos in YouTube. There's a shopping blog and I went to Michael's and spent just under like probably 400 bucks. On, I like, watched five. that video. Oh my gosh. Your Michael's <laughs> was fantastic. Isn't that's a pretty one. And that one's actually not my Michael's. I uh, took my planner addiction to a new level and crossed the state line <laughs> to get my planner stuff. Where did you go? Uh, so Portland is about a 20 minute drive over the bridge to uh, Vancouver, Washington. So mm. I just hopped over the river and then went into Vancouver. So really like kind of an over exaggeration, but makes a good thumbnail. Um, Girl, when you said Vancouver, why did this not geography teacher think that you were in Canada? If I was in Canada, I would have been on Renee's doorstep. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't understand why I thought all day long that you were in Canada, but Vancouver is not Canada. Well, we could, I could have driven to Vancouver. Like I, I could do it, but it would have taken me all day. But what's over there? Victoria. Yeah, it's across the border. I think you have to take a ferry to Victoria, though. All okay, of my Canadian so, babes, let me know. Okay, so I'm not wrong in that they both start with a V. Pretty sure, yeah. Uh, but okay. there is a Vancouver, Canada, and there is also a Vancouver, Washington. Wait, there's yes. a Vancouver, Canada? Yes. Oh, so I'm not, like, totally you're not, crazy. You're not wrong at all. <laughs> I did not specify. That was probably my problem. But I okay. did drive to Vancouver, Washington, not Vancouver, B.C., uh, to pick up some new planner supplies. And I think I might have mistakenly paid some tax as well, because Oregon doesn't have sales tax. Oh, well. Yeah, we have income tax. Okay, so I need to move to Oregon for sure. Yeah, we also <laughs> don't pump our own gas. <gasps> That's <laughs> right. That is so weird to me. It's amazing. No, that would that would suck so bad. Why? Because what if you just, what do you just sit there and wait till somebody comes out? They are usually right there. They're like hanging around the attendants. Okay. Cause I mean, I'm not saying that I have a thing for pumping gas. I just, <laughs> you don't you like know. take a number and they're like, Oh, we'll be with you in 20 minutes. No, there's usually like enough people you're in and out, but you don't have to like get wet. Your hands don't smell like gas. Like I'm all about it. Okay. Normally I'm in such a hurry when I pump gas that I cannot imagine having to like sit there and wait for somebody else to do it. I just, oh my gosh. And I would be so embarrassed if I was like, um, I'm only getting $3. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I just put it on a credit card if I'm in that, if I'm in that situation. <laughs> so anyway, well, that's cool. I mean, if you like, you know, if you, if you like it, then. I love it. Well, I, I mean. Did, have you ever, I mean, obviously you've pumped gas before. I have actually never physically pumped gas. So I didn't get my driver's license until I was 21, uh, for whatever reason. And then I got married at 24. And so pretty much every time I'm driving and I need to get gas somewhere where it's not Oregon, Brian's with me. And so he does it. It's just kind of a thing. Wow. So well, I, it's not I, hard I, to do. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I could figure it out, but I've yeah, never done it. Okay, so tell me more about your trip to Michael's. Okay, so I went to Michael's. I got, like, just shy of $400 of planner supplies. But I got, <sighs> I got, uh, I got the new seasonal. Oh, my gosh, that horizontal seasonal planner. I cannot. Oh. So excited. Let me ask you about that planner. So the okay. cover of that, is that, like, enamel pins? It looks like it because it's, like, gold foiled. 
So on the cover, there's a planner, there's some hats, there's like shoes, but it does look like enamel pins is what it looks like. Okay. Cause every time I see a picture of it on the internet, I'm like, are those supposed to be enamel pins? Because if so, then that's super cute. And I think I'm going to buy that planner too. Yes. And, but if I'm honest, I only bought it for the covers, the first page, like the intro page, and then mm-hmm. the notes sheet at the end. And then I'm using the horizontal sheets for, I have like a reading tracker thing in my health and wellness section. So she's all ripped apart and Franken planned with my homebody, which I actually also love. So I am feeling planner piece. All right. So tell me, just tell me everything from like, from start to finish. Like what is your planner setup? That's in here. Yeah. We have time for that. (laughs) Um, yeah, that's like my favorite thing to hear about. Like what's working for you. Okay. So it's starting at the cover. It's the cover of that seasonal planner. Then I have grocery lists. Then I have the intro page from the seasonal planner. Then I redated October, November, and December from a homebody planner. So I'm starting it now. So, and then I have January and February from the homebody planner. Then I have the home extension pack, all the little sections. So that's Chores, meal plans, budget, projects. And then I have my health and wellness section. So I have one month, so starting in January, from the new wellness planner. And then I have the weekly check-in sheets, the wellness check-in sheets, which I love. And then... Yeah, I I know. I need to hunt those down. Yes. I think they're still on the Mambi website. I'm pretty sure. Okay. I need to look. Okay, looking now. And then I have one, like one week of the Teresa Collins guided journal in my wellness section. And then I have one month of the horizontal planner for my reading tracker. Then I have a social media section. And I have a year at a glance. I think that one came out of the horizontal planner. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then I have the horse or not the um, then I have the uh, social media sheets. And then I have just the a divider with some paper behind it oh okay so you have a lot of stuff going on (laughs) I do I keep everything in one planner I am a a true Franken planner and do you use um expander discs or just classic nope I'm on classic because I only keep like one or two months of each section in there okay so it's not like 400 pounds (laughs) no it's not it it's pretty heavy and it's like kind of to the end of the discs but it's not too bad so yeah because one of the things that I don't really I like a chunky mini, mm-hmm. but I don't want for my classic to be super chunky. Yeah. And typically I'm the same way, but I'm rationalizing it in my head because the October, November, and December are going to come out once we start the new planner. And then I'll just have like two months at a time. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So what is your setup right now? <laughs> okay. So um, it's funny because you know, one of the things that people always say is like, if it ain't broke, right? Yes. So last night I got this wild hair and I was like, okay, so I love the cover of Happy Hostess. Mm-hmm. And then I have my stargazer with the blue discs, which I cannot stop looking at. <laughs> it's I, so I, pretty. Seriously, there has never been a time when I have not like been jones into like change out my discs. <laughs> but right now... I look at these and I, I just, I feel really sad when I look at them. Oh, no, why? <laughs> because I know that in like three months I'm going to be like, okay, blue discs go away. And I'm just not going to have, 
because I'm I'm like you, like I change things up so much, but I really mm-hmm. want to just kind of be happy with the with the setup that I have. Well, there right is now. another release coming in December, so good luck. <laughs> good luck, be happy. Why did you have to say that? I'm just saying. I just have to keep it real. I keeps it real over here. <laughs> <laughs> How can there be another release? I mean, do they not know that those of us that that do the Hello Happy podcast are tired? <laughs> Uh, well those of us who listen to the hello happy podcast are loving this (laughs) oh my gosh I know when we were talking about this most recent release Shonda and I were both just like man we are exhausted like this is (laughs) like we we decided we're going to start a happy planner podcast are we going to have enough stuff to talk about and my gosh they have a new release like once a month so we're and I feel like there's more like than there has ever been like they are just popping them out like like 19 kids and counting pops out babies. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's very, that's so true. So right now what I have going on, and I'll try not to like make a whole bunch of noise flipping through my planner, but um, so I have the Stargazer cover, the one that is blue and white and green and silver, not the stars. but the Ooh, one. silver discs would be pretty on that too for yeah. when you had to change them. Yeah, I thought about that. Or maybe even like an alternating, like blue, silver, blue, silver. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought that that would be kind of cute too. But it says, you have so much magic within you. That is the quote that's on the front. Oh, that's <sighs> cute. I, I love know. that. It makes me so happy to read that. So Immediately when you open up my planner, like the very first page is my morning routine and my evening routine written on a mini sheet, like a mini, a blank mini sheet. So like all the things that I want to do like in the morning and then all the things that I want to do in the evening as far as self-care and like getting myself ready for bed or ready to get out the door. Do you actually do an evening routine and a morning routine? Do you stick to that every day? Um, Not every day, but this is my goal. Mm hmm. Um, you know, my mornings are like, wash your face, put on your makeup, do your hair, get dressed. I mean, a lot of times it's like, get up and get dressed. Right. (laughs) Because you've snoozed too many times, you're out of time. (laughs) Yes, because I slept way too long to wash my face, do my makeup, do my hair. It's like, if I managed to get to work with clothes on, then I did it. Um, yeah. And I, I also find it very important to have my teeth brushed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. That's definitely important. So I have that on the morning routine, but if I if I have to cut off the morning routine, <laughs> then I cut it off like, okay, I'm not going to do my hair or my makeup, but I'm going to get dressed and I'm going to brush my teeth and I'm going to yeah. have coffee and I'm going to pack my lunch. Like, and maybe deodorant things. if you're not going to shower. <laughs> well, I've got deodorant in a drawer in my classroom. Perfect. You're sick. Yeah. So if I notice that I'm like really, you know, needing some something, <laughs> I'll pull out the deodorant from my, from my drawer in my classroom. And then I also have in my morning routine, feed the animals because I'm the only person that's up super early in the morning. And if I don't feed the animals before I leave, then they will drive everyone else that's in the house crazy. But I think maybe they deserve that a little bit. Maybe you should just leave them every once in a week, like once well, in a while. Yeah, you know, sometimes if I'm running super late, I'll just say to my husband, I'm not doing the animals today. You're going to have to take <laughs> care of it. But most mornings I will let both of the dogs outside and I feed them and then they go out and then they stay outside until my husband and the kids leave for work. So they get like a good two and a half hours to play outside. Mm-hmm. And then I feed the cat because the cat will stand at the door and, and cry until somebody feeds oh. him. I mean, like he just, yeah, so he's got to have something. Um, and then I have my evening routine, which is um, like, you know, take a shower, brush my teeth. Sometimes that, sometimes the teeth is not just brushing my teeth. 
sometimes right. I like to whiten them with whitening strips. I kind of have a, Ooh. yeah, I have a real problem. Like I love to use a whitening strip. Oh, um, those are good. I've never actually used them. I think I need to try them because I got coffee tea. No, I love, I love them so much. Um, so anyway, that's just the first page. So let's keep moving. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so then I have after that, my fall bucket list that I just made. Nice. That's got all the things on it that I want to get done in the fall. And then on the back of that page, I have the fall TV lineup. Ooh, that's smart. That's a good one. So I have like this, it's in like little sections like show channel and the date that it's premiering. So I have all the shows that I like to watch and when they're coming back. Nice. Um, which is this week. Like everything's coming back this week. So yes, I have a show coming back this week too. Oh yeah. What's your show? Young Sheldon, because I need a Big Aww. Bang Theory fix. Oh, <laughs> that's so sweet. I've never seen that show, but I, it's pretty good. I, I've heard that it's I've heard that it's pretty good. Well, I mean, I watch way too many things, so I needed to kind of like lay this out. Mm-hmm. Then I have one of those. Um, it's I guess it's from the Memory Keeper line, but it's classic sized. It's like pocket pocket page protector, mm-hmm. um, but it's sectioned off. So I've got like a picture of myself with my son, a picture of myself with my daughter, some wow. like little fun, like quote cards from, um, a, we are memory keepers. Uh, anyway, it's just, yeah, super it's cute. sweet. It's sweet, pretty stuff. Then mm-hmm. I have the hello stargazer page mm-hmm. that I hand lettered my name badly. <laughs> no, your hand lettering is cute. Oh, well this looks pretty rough. Like I think I'm going to take some like some white paper and and like a piece of washi and 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 try again. But anyway, it's fine. Um then there's obviously the year at a glance, the 2020 and 2021, which is, you know, I don't care that 2019 is not there. Right. Um <laughs> and then I filled out when I when I when I moved into this planner, I took the you know how they've been putting that um, like perpetual calendar at the beginning of all the planners. Mm-hmm. So I took that out of the stargazer and I, all the stuff that I had written on the other one, I just moved it into the stargazer one. So perfect. Then you get into September and it's the first month of stargazer and I have my monthly and all my checklists, which I filled out. I copied them from my other one so that I could have stargazer in here for all of September as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have September, October, I've got four months of stargazer in here and I actually have started planning like well into November. Yay. That's exciting. Yeah. yeah. So I have stuff, um, and I redated, I redated September through December of the mm-hmm. stargazer. And then I have another one so that I can start again in January. Yay. Um, yeah. So that's exciting. So then my second section of my planner is my social media slash podcasting section. Mm-hmm. And it is a horizontal layout. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, that works for me. So the monthly page that goes with that, I have things like Hello Happy drops at 3 a.m. and Spice Chaos drops at 3 a.m. Like I have like what date I need to upload things and Mm-hmm. just anything podcast related is written on that monthly sheet. And then all of our show notes and anything that has to do with podcasting. And then occasionally I'll write on here something like it's mini mania Monday and you need to post this, or I'll drop something in here. That's, that's not podcast related, but is social media. So this is where okay. I keep up with my social media. Nice. And then I have section three, 
which is all about me and wellness and gratitude and um, journaling and that kind of stuff. So the monthly, this is the, what is it? Amy Tangerine. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have the Amy Tangerine um, vertical planner and every day I write down three things that I'm grateful for. And I like that I still have this in here because I can still do vertical spreads Mm-hmm. but I don't have to worry about trying to figure out how to fit my plans onto the vertical spread because I have all of my plans over in the monthly section. So Perfect. I, yes, I can do all these beautiful vertical spreads and then I just write my gratitude down on it. So it's, you know, and then the monthly section of that is where I write down what I had for breakfast, lunch, and dinner and how many steps I took every day. Oh, that's awesome. That's perfect. Yeah. I like your setup. Yeah, I know. And then after that, this is the last bit. Mm -hmm. Um, And then after that, I have um, the Wrong Wrong DeVoe horizontal planner. I've got two months of that back here. Mm -hmm. And that's where I journal. Nice. So what I have done, and this is the first time that I've done this, but um, I, I found journaling prompts. I sent you a picture today. Remember? Yes. Yes. Let me me check my text messages. So what I did was I found. Oh yeah, no, I got. Yeah, yeah. And all color coded and super cute. I know. I found 31 days worth of journaling prompts and I wrote them into the monthly, so that I could um, prompt myself every day with a journal entry. So um, I'm super excited to start that in October. And then the last bit of the planner is just like blank, empty paper, just like for notes and stuff. So yeah, totally. it's, it's perfect, Caitlin. Yay, she sounds perfect. You see, I've got some good planners in there. You've got Wrong Wrong, you have Amy Tangerine, you have Stargazer. Yes. You have all the things. Yes. And do you remember that planner that came out that had that matching bag? Mm, yes, the Jujube one. Yes, the Jujube one. That's my social media is in the Jujube oh, um, mom horizontal planner, which I love so much. But I've only got like four months left in it. So I cute. They're doing another mom one. There are two of them actually. I think there's a Jujube one that's coming back out and a like mom something. What's the title of that one? It's a dashboard, but. Well, and see, what I was trying to do last night, I was actually kind of, like I said, I got a wild hair, and I was like, maybe I'll move all of my wellness over into another planner, mm-hmm. and I was going to use the Pretty Happy Hostess planner. Oh, because it's, right. But I just couldn't. I just couldn't do it. Like, I moved it all, and then I realized that I wasn't happy, so I put it all back. Yeah. That and Happy Hostess is calling, but, oh, man, I don't know what I would do with it. Yeah, I can't come up with any use for the actual planner. Mm-hmm. I feel like that, too. I feel like I would just steal the covers off of it and never use them like I did with Miss Maker last year. Well, I was like, I love this and I need it, but I didn't. Well, I bought it and I can't stop looking at it. It is so beautiful, but I just don't I don't know what I'm going to use that planner for at all. So I'm just that's how I am with Stargazer. I bought a Stargazer and she's just sitting there staring at me. I have no Aww. idea what to do with it. Beautiful baby, just send her to me because I want to use Stargazer for the rest of my life. I will send her right over to North Carolina. I have a package going for you anyway. You know, I have a box right now that's like slowly accumulating things that are going to be for you. So that's exactly, I know a bit, one of these days I'll actually mail that. Right. I know it takes a lot of effort to go to the post office. It really does. But you know, there's so many girls in the planner community that are so good about sending out happy mail. I know. Right. And I wish that I had you know, I wish that I was like that, but I did disc love. I did one of the most recent. Oh um, yeah. 
yeah, I did one of the most recent disc love um, runs. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know what disc love is, it's when you take your happy planner discs and you have like yourself, I think there's 10 girls in a group. Yeah, I think seven to nine is what they said. Okay, so, and then you, um, you like write a sweet like message on the disc and then you mail out, you know, nine discs to nine different girls and everybody ends up with a whole set of discs that's got like, sweet um affirmation kind of messages on them super and it's been so much fun but I had my disc love done for like a week and a half and it just like it it it, it went with me in my bag for like a week and a half until I finally made it to the post office I know I'm in a disc love right now and I need to mail them tomorrow because we're we're closing in on a week and I have to I have to get that in the mail well I feel I feel okay about it because I got them in the mail yesterday and there's still like three that haven't shown up Oh, okay. So you're not the last one. I'm not the last (laughs) one. You're okay if you're not the last one. (laughs) Yeah, I'm okay. So I'm not the last one. But, um, but anyway, well, it sounds like we're really doing great in our planners. Like this is so exciting. Oh, but it's because of this new release and I can't stop staring at my gorgeous seasonal cover. She's so pretty. Well, and it matches the whole body colors so well. Like it's the perfect combo. But now I need lavender classic metal discs. Well, I feel like I have two sets of those. If I, yeah, <gasps> if I have, box. I almost bought the pineapple planner, you know, the student one last night on eBay just for the discs. <laughs> like, really? I almost now, did it. Okay, so I, I have two of the pineapple planner with the, <gasps> with the purple discs because I wanted enough discs to make a big planner mm-hmm. with, um, lavender discs. So mm-hmm. let me just look and see how many lavender discs I have because I found the purple pineapple stuff on clearance at Target like right after that release was over. So that's how I, I got all my that. purple discs. So let I me just look. Um, so I'm trying to think if we're super happy in our planners right now, <laughs> then, I mean, why are we still buying stuff, Caitlin? Because Stephanie Fleming and all of the people at <laughs> – the happy planner, they know how to work us. They are like our freaking drug dealers. And they're like, oh, yeah, just just come back over. I've got, I've got some new stuff. I've got some good stuff. Yeah, I know. I've got to get all, all of those. Itching and scratching. <laughs> I've got to get all of those seasonal. I've got so I've got three of the seasonal sticker books, but I'm still missing winter. Oh, so, winter yeah, cute. I would definitely say get it. Oh, I'm going to get it. And I'm also going to get an extra copy of each one because I am deep into the fall one. Like I <laughs> yeah. have. I mean, I am about to exhaust that fall <laughs> that fall book. Yes, I need to go back, but I'm gonna wait till they're on sale. So, well, I guess we should talk about our currently pages. Yes. <laughs> so I know that last weekend you were planning to go to the Fig Festival. <laughs> yes. What are you planning now? Well, I have, like I was saying, I have open house for my school on Friday, and it's a bit of a drive. So I live, for those of you who are Oregon familiar, I live in Portland, and I have to drive south uh, down the I-5 towards to Mill City, Oregon, which is a tiny little town. If you know where Mill City is, props to you, but it's about a half an hour south east of Salem so that gives you some point of reference but I have to drive there and I have to wear my avid t-shirt and I have to like pack my snacks so there's a lot that I'm planning and prepping for open house wow and see for me open house is something that I just like 
survive. <laughs> See, it's a full day, like, for us, because it's from 8.30 to 3.30, and from 8.30 <gasps> to 12, we have a staff meeting, like, a face-to-face staff meeting, and then from 12 to 3, we're at different booths, and then the kids, like, come around and say hi to us and, like, see what our school has to offer. They get to be social with other students. It's so much fun. So you like it. I love it. And do a lot of people show up? Oh, yeah. It's a requirement for all the teachers. We do get mostly, I would say, because we're a K-12 program, we do get mostly elementary and middle school kids. There's not a ton of high school kids that show up. um, But it is really cool for them to get to see each other, like, face-to-face. Because it can be, depending on, like, your situation, it can be a little bit isolating to not be face-to-face all the time. Well, and see, when we have open house... I just bear because I am high school, like I just barely get, you know, five kids. I mean, right. especially because we've been face to face every day since the end of <laughs> August. Right. So they're not like trying to come back to school at nighttime after they've just been <laughs> in the room with me all day. And um, you're their elective teacher. Right. So maybe it's not like a priority. Whereas like if they have a failing grade in math, they might be there. Yes. Well, you know, open house is not the time, though, like to discuss your failing grade in math. So, oh, got it. Right. Like, I don't know if you and your students will actually discuss their conduct and their grades and things like that at open house. But like, if they what, want to. Well, we are told this is not time for a conference. Oh, got it. Yes, like that's what our administration always says. It's like, this is not conference time. This is just greet the teacher and talk about your curriculum. And then if they want to schedule like a private conference where they can talk about their particular student, then you can do that. But nobody ever wants to do that. I can't remember the last time I had a parent teacher conference. Exactly. Yeah, I'm. I get a lot more. I think I have some scheduled, but we, so part of our communication with students is like a daily or weekly conference with teachers like I have my kids on a like six week rotation so every kid should get a call every like I don't know 21 days or something like that because we don't have them face to face okay and do you call the student or do you call the parent depends on the kid some kids like they have their own cell phone a lot of times so I will call them if I'm just talking about school but some parents have expressed that like they want me to call them first or that they want like a update via email after I talk to their kid or something like that so it really just depends oh okay well that's kind of cool mm-hmm. yeah I think yeah. I am gonna look into it Caitlin like I think you I am should. gonna look into this online teaching thing, because maybe if this could be my last year in a brick and mortar, what? Yeah. Brick brick and mortar. Brick and mortar school. Yes. Inside the walls. (laughs) Brick and mortar school. Um, (laughs) If this could be my last year inside those walls. Oh my gosh, Caitlin, there's an adorable little squirrel, like right out my window. Oh (laughs) yeah. He's, he he is like really excited. His tail is just going crazy. Um, Set your dogs outside real quick and see what happens. Yeah, it's nature hour on Spice Chaos. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I'm trying next to think like. segment. <laughs> yeah, our next segment is what's outside of the window. Um, oh, oh, so I'm trying to think like, what am I planning? Um, oh, yeah, what are you planning? Okay, well, I just have to say. And those of you that listen to Hello Happy may have already heard me say this, but I'm going to say it again because I'm so proud of myself. I am planning a life I love, Caitlin. Oh, yes, girl, get it. And, you know, I don't have any kinds of, like, major plans coming up in the future that were, like, you know, 
doing any preparation for. Mm -hmm. But what I have started to notice is that if I, now that I am like super peaceful in my planner, Mm -hmm. if I write it in my planner, I will get it done. Oh, perfect. That's the best feeling ever. Yes. So one of the things that I have been, you know, noticing about myself is that with all of these fun ventures, podcasts, Instagram, you know, all of the things that I have going on outside of my nine to five job is that I haven't been as present at home with my family as I would like to be. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that I have started doing is just putting it in my planner Mm -hmm. that, you know, these two hours are specified for, you know, this task or this thing with my children or these two hours are like specified for like husband time or, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. and I know that it's sad to feel like that I have to schedule in like every single part of my life. But right now with as much stuff as I have going on and trying to do such a great job at work and trying to do a great job with this content creator life um, (laughs) (laughs) that I have, Uh, You know, I actually have had people send me a DM and say, like, how are you managing to do all of this stuff? (laughs) Um, Because you're amazing. Well, I don't want to say that. It's because I have a great planner. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, we are a Planner Girl podcast. Hello Happy is a Happy Planner podcast. I am using the products and they are working for me. Yes. And, you know, one of the things that I, you know, have noticed is that if I'm writing it in my planner and I'm scheduling an event then I seem to get it done. Perfect. So, yeah, that's great. you know, one of the things that I am planning is time with my children. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm, I look at them and I, I think I'm going to miss their childhood because I'm trying so hard to like do this hustle. Yeah. And I do think that it's valuable for them to see their mom, you know, have so much going on that I'm, you know, this, what I call like a boss babe or whatever. Like, I I mean, it's definitely a positive thing for them to see, you know, that I have dreams and goals and nothing is holding me back. And I'm, you know, charging headfirst into this, but at the same time, you know, like I miss them and I need to, you know, be very present. And there's things that I've noticed about myself. I'm always the mom that has no idea what's going on. Oh, really? Like, as far as, like, can you tell me a little bit more about that? What do you mean? Like, what's going on at school? Like, oh, crap, today was picture day, and they didn't go dressed in, like, their picture day clothes. Oh. Or, oh, my gosh, today was PJ day, and they went in regular clothes, and then they felt stupid because they weren't in their pajamas. Or, it's crazy sock day, or it's dressed like a Dr. Seuss character day. or You know what I mean? Like, all these little things that you have when your kids are in elementary school that you need to remember. Mm-hmm. So I have decided that I'm not going to be the mom that doesn't know what's going on anymore. Yeah. And I already have picture day written in my planner. I already have it written in my planner to buy new clothes for picture day, like Perfect. four or five days in advance. Um, you know, like I'm, I'm planning out every little thing. And then, um, so my daughter in her class this year, they have a guinea pig. Oh, that's sweet. And the guinea pig's name is Peppermint. Oh. And it's so, I think that's so cute. That's adorable. She really wanted for us to sign up to be one of the families to take Peppermint home for the weekend. Oh, no. Well, you know what? I just decided to say yes. I'm speaking from experience. I'm glad that you decided to say yes. But 
side note, we took a guinea pig home when Delilah was in fourth grade. And we learned that she was allergic to guinea pigs that weekend. No. <laughs> yeah. And it was just a mess. Like, it likes to kick its little stuff out of the cage. And I could not do it again. I'm glad that we did it because Delilah liked being a part of the class in that way. So I will, I'll give you mad props there. But uh, be prepared that it's going to be some work. Okay. Well, we signed up for two different weekends. Oh, well, have fun. Yes. Because normally when they send signups home, Mm-hmm. I ignore them. <laughs> oh, no. Like they if should there's have a... these signups via text. I feel like. Well, this was a digital sign up. Like all I yeah. had to do was log into a place. Oh. <laughs> but you know, remembering how to get, like remembering my login to this hub. Right. That's why I'm saying have... it should just be a text. Yeah. So you know, there is a website called Sign Up Genius. Oh yeah, we use that for Harrison's preschool. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they use that, and sometimes they just use like the online signups through this hub where all the news comes out for each class. Mm-hmm. So I never know from like one signup to the next where I'm supposed to find the signup. So a lot of times I just kind of like ignore it and let it go. Yeah. And when she said, "Could you please sign us up to bring home peppermint?" I was like, "Oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to actually <laughs> hunt down this sign up." So I found it and I signed up, and we're bringing home peppermint on Yay! October 11th. Have fun with your guinea pig experience. Let me know how it goes. So I guess, is that something that I'm planning? I'm planning to have the guinea pig at home. Yes, that totally counts. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So, but yeah, I I think that I'm finally getting my life together and I feel like I'm killing it. And I just, I'm super proud of myself. So I just, this has been like a horn tooting kind of episode. Like, yes, let's toot those horns. Toot, 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 toot. So what are you, what are you feeling? What are you feeling right now, Caitlin? Oh, feeling. Do we have to talk about, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, We're going to talk about feelings now. Yes. I, I don't know. I'm just feeling, I don't know, because the school year has kind of settled down and like my kids are pretty much settled into school. I guess I'm just feeling really peaceful about everything. Like it just feel pretty chill. Well, that's a good way to feel. Yeah. How about you? How are you feeling? Um, I'm feeling content. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, I'm feeling very content right now. Like, I really love everything that's in my life. And I don't feel like that there's a whole lot of excess that I need to trim. Um, you know, there's things, there's habits that I would like to form that I think that I can, you know, I've kind of got a handle on how to start working on those things. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, content. Like, I'm my marriage is good. My kids are good. My job is good. My tests are good. Everything is Yay. feeling yeah. yeah, everything is feeling, and I'm not, like, trying to say, y'all, my podcasts are good. Right. Like, I'm trying to say, like, I'm happy with where I am. Well, they are good. They are really In good. the progress of the shows. Like, I, I really love doing this with you, and I like podcasting with Shonda, and it just it's all so much fun, so. Oh, <laughs> I think it's I think it's time to do what we said and go play with our kids and, you know, m- make dinner, whatever we're doing. So yeah. I'm going to tell everybody what Spice has going on. So you can oh. find <laughs> you can find Spice over on the Instagram at Spiced Plans and on the YouTubes. And you can find her on Hello Happy. And I think that's all the things. And of course, here, Spice Chaos and the Instagram that attaches with us. So Spice Chaos Podcast. One of these days, one of us is going to put something on Spice Chaos Podcast. I think you already put one thing. (laughs) You're winning. 
Yeah, there's one thing. There's yep. one thing up there. And we have like 165 followers over there. I know. We need to start posting. We need to start posting things. So I'm just going to start posting like random things that I see that's funny. Do it. <laughs> so if you guys are looking for any kind of particular content from the Spiced Chaos podcast Instagram, I don't really know yet what that's going to look like. So we, we should have taken a screenshot of when we were looking really fabulous before when we had our webcams on. <laughs> Oh my gosh. You know what? I have those now like saved in this recording. Oh, good. That's great. So um, I definitely think that our, um, that our selfie, our front facing camera pictures are definitely the best. That that should definitely go up there. So be afraid, be afraid. All of you. Yes. Be afraid guys, because the way we looked when we first said hello today was Super scary. Right. Oh, so if you guys don't already know, you can find Caitlin on YouTube at Creating in Chaos. And it is a fantastic YouTube channel that you can legitimately just turn on and leave on and just let her videos play and plan in your planner and just feel so like you're just chilling with a friend while you're planning. Like her videos are so awesome. Oh, that was sweet. Thank you. Well, that's how I feel. Like sometimes, even if I've seen your videos, I'll watch one. Like if you have a new one, I'll watch the new one. Mm-hmm. And then I'll be in the craft room, you know, planning or messing around. And I just let it go. Like I just kind of let whatever comes on next come on. And I just listen to your voice while I hang out in my, that sounded really creepy. I'm sorry. No, that's perfect. <laughs> I love that. Uh, but thank you for contributing the one quarter of the penny for, for each of your views. Yeah. So I just kind of let it play. And then I look up and I'm like, I've watched 29 creating in chaos videos. Get it. <laughs> yeah. So you can also find her at creating in chaos underscore official on the Instagram and she has a great Instagram and it's not just pictures of her planner. She always like puts in pictures of her real life and you know, stuff like that, which I love. So is there anywhere else that they can find you besides spiced chaos too? Obviously they can find you here. I that's it. I do have a Patreon that attaches to my creating and chaos stuff. So if you want to, donate a dollar and get some bonus content over there you can come come party with us yes sign up for her patreon because occasionally she'll send happy mail yes i I do do that yes she will send out happy mail to people who are signed up for the patreon so that's you know if you want some if you want some sloppy seconds from (laughs) yeah that's from my my create from not from my um creations from my collection (laughs) of uh the things that didn't quite make the cut so you get to you're like, this is not going to contribute to my planner piece. I'm going to send this to some random stranger that pays well, me a dollar. It accumulates. Like I was putting it on like the free group or like taking it to the planner meetups before. And like, I can't, I cannot keep that stuff. But no. something that works for or doesn't work for me might work for somebody else. So you're absolutely right. And I totally need to do that. And just an update on the plum paper planner. Not one person sent a DM that they wanted that point. No. I told <laughs> you, I told you that nobody was going to want that thing. I and know we're like trying to break into all these other planner markets, but really our viewers are just like hardcore happy planner people. Well, honestly, yeah. Let me send you the the plum paper planner that doesn't have, you know, the stuff that, that I've not written on. There's, you know, 11 months of a plum paper planner. You, talking to? you had some Instagram friend who is a plum paper person oh my gosh pillar plans I yeah. love her so much maybe yeah, I'll I ask her if she it. wants it yeah I bet she 
Yeah. So, all right, guys. Well, you know where to find us, and you know that you can send us a DM or an email anytime you want to and just chat and say hi and just anything that you want to say, just as long as it's nice. Yep. I answer all my DMs for it from everybody. Yes. And I do the best that I can. Um, <laughs> I am definitely um, trying to do better with my sharing things on Instagram. And I think that um, I, I've scheduled a little bit of time every day when I'm sitting in the carpool line for like engagement and stuff like that. Cause I mean, I'm at a place where I have to kind of schedule all that kind of stuff. So totally hear that. Yeah. But um, anyway, this has been awesome guys. Thank you so much for listening. We love you. Thank you. Yes, we love you so much. And um, yeah, we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Yep. See you there. Bye.